looking over my shoulder even at home. He's going to acting different. Yeah, he's. All stressed. right, guys, we're here. We're in it. Welcome to the show. This You've is Keith Pazel. We're going to watch a little TV. I got TV League updates. All sorts of interesting shit happening tonight. I just smoked a bowl. I'm in my PJs. I'm ready to go. Uh, you know, ease out your night with me. Let's watch a little TV. Welcome to the show. Okay. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Color I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. And a question a psychopath. Everybody, welcome to the show. Let me get the good camera here. Hey, everybody, welcome in. I feel like the the intro song plays better when there's a co-host, but we're still gonna play the game here. Uh, welcome in. This is Keith Pazel. Got a maybe some quick business. I don't know how long we're gonna be here, but we're here. Uh, how was your day? Hope you're all tucked into bed, nice. You wearing sweatpants? What are you, a sweatpant person? Are you nude right now? Huh? Are you nude? Listening to my dulcet radio tones. Do I have a radio voice? Who the fuck knows, everybody? Uh, but thanks for coming in. Uh, we are watching a little bit of Chicago PD right now. The ass end of the Chicago TV shows. Um... A little bit of money laundering here. Ooh, this is diversity here. We got a female of color robbing a room full of money. Just a random... We got a room full of money here. You know, every business just keeps their money in a room. Are they using, like, a MacBook from 2004? Holy shit. You weren't followed? Were you followed? Yeah, the, uh, we're being filmed by a camera crew. Did yourself do anything inside there? Take a look. I love, how, I love the early innuendo. Did you help yourself to anything inside of there? A little cherry for your Sunday? Why am I talking like this, you say? I don't know. You trust me, right? Yeah. Good. Good. I'm the one who told you to get that neck tattoo, and it's worked out well for you so far. So just listen to me. They caught you up on what happened earlier. Let's see if we can get a little more info here. Season 9, episode 21. Uh, this is, obviously, as you know, uh, the Chicago show's powerhouse in the TV League. Uh, if you're watching this for the first time, the TV League is, is I take TV's ratings across all platforms, 
variations and formulas, and I put it all into one little league here uh, that operates kind of like a soccer league. As the team closes in on drug kingpin Javier Escano, uh, Voight is forced to lie to his undercover informant Anna to keep her on track. Their deteriorating trust threatens an increasingly tenuous operation. I love how that's how, like, they draw, like, even the fact that dramatizing police work seems fucked up. That, like, there shouldn't be personal drama on cases. Like, you're just, you should just be hunting down this Mexican, like, two Americans. But instead, you're letting personal drama get involved? You shouldn't have jobs. got eyes on anything we like. Sure as hell do. 45 minutes. If you wanted to do a voice track for a corrupt police officer, you just get this gravelly voice guy. Truck has the same plates as two prior Chicago runs, and Anna confirmed it's the same tag. Two Chicago runs. I had a delivery guy say they really over Chicago this up to let you know, because if they didn't like it could be called Chicago PD, but if they didn't have them fucking talk like they worked at the Wiener Circle, that you wouldn't know. It wouldn't be special. Meet Mateo Vega. Turns out this kid dropped Escano off at a 7-Eleven. Meet Mateo Vega. Dropped him off at, uh, at uh, Manny's Deli. We got him on the security cams. Everything's just like a local reference. They still say the will like willfully say the Sears Tower to sound more Chicago. Even though at this point I think Chicago's accepted Willis Tower. Deals. I got a tracker on the Scano's personal vehicle side. He only goes home to the bakery in that rack. What's the black guy doing here? Hey Haley. Why don't you get eyes on Mateo's chop shop? See if you can Hey, why don't you go take Tyrone to the south side? Ask some people. Alright, let's go. That's what I like about the Chicago shows, too, is it's seemingly all four seasons every episode. It'll be nice. It'll be sleeting. It'll be raining. They just got to throw all the elements at you. It'll be raining fucking uh, poppy-seeded hot dog buns. I'm going to get a closer look, see what we got going on in there. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Like, even this, they're strategically placed underneath an L-train stop. They'd think we were in New York otherwise. Oh, no! I don't recognize anyone else, you? No. No, I don't know these people, but I'm going to take pictures of them and we're going to go work them over and frame them for this thing. Let's just close this case. That's how it goes in Chicago. That would be every episode of the show. They would just find some sort of thug or street tough, and then they would be like, all right, let's just frame them for some shit. That's the fucking Chicago PD way. This beat is killing me. It's the same damn song. They're clubbing, Jay. The music doesn't stop. When's the last time you were in a club? <laughs> last night. She's like, I'm a whore, Jay. Okay, yeah, here we go, people. Let's clear it on out. Come on. Uh-oh. Yeah. What? What? That was just some broad fucking screaming. Scream. We're looking for a Mexican guy. I'm gonna check it out. I'll cover you. Be careful. Don't get. I'll cover you, and by cover you, that means wait in the car. Check it! I feel like that's the alley that is off the Crocodile fucking lounge. I used to do a stand-up show adjacent to that alley. Ten years ago, I would be right by that window, smoking a Bolski.
I'm just gonna enter this door that was just so happened to be open. Holy shit. Look at that. We got a two for one here. We got a chop shop and a rape happening here. Dude, he was mid fucking diddle. Mid rape here. That's a little aggressive for 10 p.m. NBC. Is this watershed? Are we watershedding? 21 Georgia got a male offender fleeing northbound on state, brown shirt, blue jeans. Northbound on state, even though that's clearly an alley from fucking Logan Square to up in neighborhoods. I know because I'm from that area. <clears throat> what if this podcast was just fucking debunking all the non-Chicago Chicago parts of I'll tell you where they are they're at the original six corners up where it smells like all the fucking weird foreign food Isabel help is on the way okay you're gonna be alright you're gonna be alright you're a strong woman of color in fact you don't need me I'm gonna leave We got a little first commercial break. Let's do a flip. Let's see what's going on on the other stations here. Let's see what's going on on the news. KTLA, which prioritizes murder. If you follow KTLA on social media, it'll all just be a murder happened here. A car blew up here. A duck was decapitated here. Like, that's all they care about. Caruso picks up two more endorsements. When? Snoop Dogg dropped in for a video chat to show his support for the mayoral candidate. Recent polls show Caruso running neck and neck with Representative Karen Bass for mayor. But the polls. So is Snoop for Karen Bass or Caruso? That would be interesting if Snoop went hard for Caruso. I would be so sad. You should look that up and let me confirm it live on the air here. So out here in, in Los Angeles for people, we're in the midst of an, a mayoral election. All the state shit's coming up, Senate, gubernatorial, and it's coming up in the national election. And uh, people are really freaking out that this Rick Caruso guy is going to win. He's running as a Democrat, but he's basically like a Trump Republican, right? Did he support Rick Caruso? So yeah, Snoop is for Caruso, which doesn't, it, it doesn't bode well for the female black candidate. Yeah, Snoop is for, it's, I'm telling you, I was telling Larry off air, it's this homeless thing. They're really going to swing people because people in L.A., I think, have been deluding themselves about the homeless problem out here. Uh, I don't want to say homelessness is a I don't want to say problem in like an offensive way, but like it has become an issue. Um, and I feel like the problem is, is that everyone had a very naive view of what being homeless was just so they didn't seem mean it and it wasn't in their neighborhood it was just in skid row away so they had this very idealized like you know most of them are just down on their luck which might even be true but then it's after during the pandemic all the homelessness kind of bled out into the major parts of the city beverly hills all the money parts so now people are acting like you know the streets are running with homeless people it's dangerous to walk home there's machetes and like crime it's just more visible. It's not necessarily up, but uh, this mayor, this Rick Caruso guy is running on like a hard, I'm going to clean up the streets. He's just going to fucking jail homeless people. And that sounds horrible. And I think this is going to show a lot of people's asses like Snoop Dogg, who they think that being homeless in itself is bad. So they're just for a full, just get them off the streets, out of sight, out of mind. Like anytime I have an argument with one of my friends about homeless people, that's kind of their thing. It's just like, just get them away from my eyes. 
Um, so yeah, that's a big celebrity local endorsement. I think this Caruso fucker is going to win. Um, are we moving if he wins? Are you do not want to live in LA? <laughs> yeah. We'll move to East LA. We'll move to one of the places. We'll move to Watts or fucking we're, we'll move to Compton. Yeah. And they're full of gangs. So yeah, Snoop Dogg is for in chief and now is Caruso legit like a Trump Republican or is he just a bad Democrat? Who's the Republican Whenever I hear Rick Caruso, I think Rick Santorum for some reason. That's no, the only Rick in my head. Yeah. Okay, so he's a businessman. He's a developer. Okay. He's a developer of gentrified ass bullshit and he wants to fucking sweep up homeless people with a street sweeper and apparently like ban gays and shit like he's gonna be for I mean, we're probably gonna have a don't say no don't say gay bill out here yeah yeah he's not a good guy um, let's go to, uh, let's see, is, uh, Chicago PD back? Cuffs, they recorded it. This was a planned rape. This was a planned rape. Are, are some rapes accident? Yeah, Anna, I know. Isabel's a student. She has no sheet. She's not from the neighborhood. She ain't got a sheet. They threw the lingo. You got to make her seem all fucking, she has no sheet. Her whip waps are all clean slate. Right, we're taking this. But keep us off paper. I don't want to kind of think we're anywhere near. Why does he sw keep switching accents? He's going in between like, keep this off paper. But I don't want to do it, you know? Like, pick your fucking region. Pick your dialect. Yo, that bitch is psycho. She wanted to get crazy. Is he going to do the old chair flip? Oh, he looked like he was going to come in and do the classic fucking chair whip uh, across the thing. Uh, let's see if we can bump out a little news here. Um, obviously, we had the uh, the Buffalo supermarket shooting here. Happened actually on this very network that we're on on Twitch. Um, which is fucked up. That's interesting. That's what my like I was even thinking about this earlier. <clears throat> They've let mass shootings happen longer on streaming than they do like copyrighted shit. Copyright law, copyright law matters more than like streamed murder. You know, at least your mass shooting is your own intellectual property. You know, lest you fucking uh, stream an episode of Baywatch. And then they'll fucking pull you quicker. That's the thing. If you want to get these streams pulled. These murder streams just go on and throw on an episode of Full House in the background or something like that. And then they'll yank him. Um, so yeah, they at least caught the fucking guy. He's a weird, hairy-looking incel. Kind of looks like a guy I work with. Uh, and he's a weird, like, the guy I work with is also a weird, like, in his shell. You know, he's in his hair. The, the, his little hair shell. He's an awkward guy. Um, so yeah, obviously racially motivated. Let's see. Spinal Tap getting rebooted. 
Spinal Tap's getting rebooted and they're doing a true live show. These are things that like good in its time, but people aren't going to remember them enough to care. Like true lies, the people no one remembers Jamie Lee Curtis. She's like an old hag now. You understand me? You want to stand? I'm but doing I both mean, good cop and bad cop because of COVID regulations. I can't have a partner in here. Who ordered it? What do you feel about it? What's your stance on a mask? This man. This kind of shit turn you on? This the guy you're attracted to? He told me to film it. Oh, yeah. Did the others know you were filming? No. No. No? So it's kind of good on them. Why don't you help me? Why don't you wipe, this, wipe the tears off the bridge of your nose and flip on your friends? Why don't you become a stool fucking pigeon? Oh, clicking the button. We're three, the camera's been on for 30 minutes. Ooh, Larry's taking care of it. My off-air producer here. Why don't we just take that to the ASA and get his ass off the streets? Right Look at that. Look at that. Painted on beard. I will say, the, the beard lines of a black man are phenomenal. Respectable citizen. That's going to go bad a hundred different ways. ASA's not going to bite. Oh, he's right. We're sticking to the plan. To intercept the money exchange for the dope. Right. Stay on course. We're sticking to the plan. We're going to beat corrupt police officers. Why are we doing all this idealistic shit? I know Dick Wolf. What if he was like the actor got so involved he's just being a corrupt cop off camera? Anna deserves to know that. Look, I agree, but... Look, you want us to do this stupid fucking rape case. I want to know. What was she wearing? Case closed, you know? Yes, you see, has been undercover 24-7 for months. She doesn't know who she is right now. Next thing you know, she's going to ask us to try Roe v. Wade. What? Yeah, hang on. We're going to take a little two-second. Hold on. And go. At Blue Cross Blue Shield, we've been protecting millions of people for over 75 years. It's what gives us the experience and understanding to help you find a plan that fits where you are today and where you'll be tomorrow. Get spring break styles for the entire family. Tees and tanks for just $5 and thousands of other amazing styles all on sale. Run to Old Navy. There are moments that define who we are, what we stand for, and where we're going. Made with pride. Crafted with passion. Jeep Cherokee. Find love again. Right on the Gulf Coast. Beau Rivage. A feeling like no other. To succeed in our ever-changing, busy world, you've got to create your own brilliant website. Wix makes it simple. Create your website today. It's easy and it's free. Every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Imagine waking up to the enticing aroma of bacon, sausage, fluffy eggs, and a whiff of delectable hash browns. Stop imagining. Get to McDonald's with a deluxe breakfast platter because nobody has ever woken up to the fresh smell of cereal. All right, and we're back. A little word from our sponsors, which was Adam Crocious doing his, uh, that was his voiceover audition. So, you know, that's either uh, an ad for an open product placement or hire the man for his, for a voiceover. What do we got? Now hurry up. If a cop comes in, he's going to think you broke in and murdered you, son. I need your eyes. We're staying for blood. I need your weird shaped black eyes i'm still I'm, I'm used not used to having a partner like you i'm sorry 
here we are in not a dangerous part of Chicago, but it's the best looking. You know, we don't actually want to put the ghetto on film. So we actually shoot in Wrigleyville and pretend like it's a dangerous neighborhood. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, that is true. They're in the they're in the neighborhood right now where Wrigley Field is, which isn't like the most Mexican neighborhood. At this point, it might be, but it's like Gen Z Mexican, which is like half, you know, it's like my kind of Mexican. Your Latin exes. There's Mexicans and then there's Latin exes. Uh, and those are your people, you know, like this girl, like even the girl they got right here, like she aside, they just p slapped a neck tattoo on fucking Salma Hayek. Can't fucking you ain't tricking me. That's no. You know, you got to get a real hard Mexican, your, your itzels, your nymphas, your fucking, your angelicas, your fucking broads that'll, you know, they'll claw you. They'll take, they'll pop their fake nails off and still somewhat claw you. It's fine. There's nothing there. You already checked under. There's nothing there, vato. Why the fuck is she wearing a bowling shirt? Did they just have a league game? I love how she's doing everything for him. It's true diversity. We got a we got a a female of color lackey here. She's just like I don't know what I'm looking at. There's a muffler. Think it's a tracking device? No, it's my spare key, bro. Throw it to me. One of those lockboxes that Al Gore was talking about in the 2000 election. What is that? You know what it is. Is she working on? Oh, she's like undercover. I think the neck tattoo lady's undercover. It's a goddamn problem. I'm telling you, we should have just been corrupt police officers about this. All right, let's flick around. Let's see here. A million little things is on. Old. 850. That's me. Now serving 850. Return that tiny stroller. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I almost died. You missed it. I should totally be dead right now. Oh, so this is just one of those wacky sitcoms where, like, each character is a little bumbling in their own way. What's wrong? I just cut my period. Oh. Man, it went hard. Fucking, I'm expecting it. What's the matter? I just gave myself an abortion accidentally. As my right as a woman. That'd be whole, that's like a while. That's the plot to sitcoms now. What happened, babe? One of my rights just got taken away. And then they just walk away sad. And then the Constitution just scrolls as the end credits. Turning into their parents. Not those two. Yep, they're gone. Forever? Yep. That there is Progressive's Home Quote Explorer website where I compared home insurance rates. We don't need to print the internet. This commercial made me stop doing notes for the show when he goes, we don't need to print the internet. When I was like printing fucking because he's got all that shit filed away and he's just like, this is the website. And then he just goes, we don't need to print the internet. And I was just like, yeah, I don't need to print web pages and just have them up. Yeah, it is easier having them on paper, but then you just destroy it at the end. Paper is really bad for the environment. It's not good. 
That's why you start a nonprofit virtual paper and you support it locally. For less than cable. Uh, yeah, here's the thing about YouTube TV, though, assholes. You don't get the fun local channels. Like, uh, like, look at this. You think you're going to get KCOP 13 on YouTube TV? No siree, Bob. And they're going to tell you, just go to Netflix and watch Seinfeld. I don't want to pick which episode of Seinfeld I want to watch. I want to be joined in the midst of regularly scheduling programming because maybe I wanted to watch the LAFC game before this. Uh, no, you joined me in the middle of a commercial, actually, you liars. Well, maybe try Chase My Home. You can search homes and loans together. Oh, is that thin Melissa McCarthy? Shows what you can afford. Plus, close on time or get $5,000. At least she kept her head, like, her face a little fat. She knew. Can't be like Roker. Come on, bring it in. Sorry about Again, your stuff. you really see what the pandemic did to these actors. She's doing, they're all doing commercials. You didn't see... Melissa McCarthy caught dead stumping for Chase pre-COVID. Oh, it pays well, but like commercials are, they're like the ass end of, of, uh, of show business here. Like, look at this. Like sometimes you just want to watch an infomercial, uh, and they're not going to let you do that on uh, YouTube TV. What the fuck are we watching? Someone's. Are we actually watching someone's nanny cam? Is she abusing her child? I think her child's choking. I think they're, they're oh, they're, they're. So Arthur, you could see in that video, uh, a child was doing something that all children do. They're in there. So as you can see in this video, this, this child is passing away. Uh, please buy this uh, product or this child will die. Uh, we'll save its life if we sell 52 life vacs. Were people upset I saw that video? The child choked. Jesus Christ. It show, lead with him being better. The phone to try and call 911. The mother uses the light back. Hey, we're going to replay it over and over again to sell product. 50% off, just like this kid's life. You know, let's see, we'll go to little, what do we got here? Little Hogan's Heroes. See, this is a show. That's what, this is the di difference about the times. Is like, this was considered fun, like making making Nazi. Like this is a show about um, American soldiers that have to pretend to be prisoners, and then like they're they're held captive by the Nazis. But the Nazis are portrayed as real bumbling idiot dumb fucks. Like that's Colonel that's uh, Colonel Clink. He's the head of the operation. You have the fat sidekick Schultz, who my uncle calls me Schultz based off this character. Um, but this show would never be able to happen now. You can't have the word Nazi anywhere near television now. I don't even think they say Nazi in this. No, they mention Third Reich every now and again. But even to have a, a show about Nazis with like a weird like but but like a weird 70s intro. It's just weird. It's weird watching it now. Ooh, we got FBI. This is a big TV league show. Another cop show, just without Chicago accents. So some would say a little duller, a little less blue collar. No, I don't know that man. Right. Uh, this is your phone. What do you mean you don't know? Social media friends Cassidy added in the weeks prior to her abduction. One is likely fake. Used to is that Jeremy Sisto? Man, he's gone through so many phases in life. 
First, he was Elton from Clueless, and he was trying to essay uh, Alicia Silverstone in a North Hollywood parking lot. Then he was in the movie 16, where he played a crack addict, but he still had the bushy Elton hair. And then he was in Law and Order towards the tail end. He's probably so mad that they didn't bring him back for the Law and Order reboot. But now he's on FBI. He jumped up fucking, uh, he jumped up bureaus. Lunch with Missy over Christmas. From Elton to crackhead to lawyer to FBI agent. What a, what a trajectory of character. Cassie had a huge falling out with these girls. She told me there's no way they'd ever speak with her again. There's no way she would have reached out to Cassie. Lionel Richie at the Library of Congress. That seems random. That's how boring Joe Biden is. Fucking... Obama was getting young Jeezy and fucking the black eyed peas and fucking will I am even Trump like fucking Toby Keith. He was still getting big stars. They were all getting furious that they, they were, you know, their music was being played. But then Biden's just like, what about the bar case? Very, very, uh, this seems like church it seems like church. Go back to Chicago PD. The real shit. The real real. Hey. I also think this might be the best time. Let's pull up a little bit of this here. You are. And you're gonna get ten percent of everything. You're gonna get ten percent of everything. Hold on, I gotta pull up the this web page here. When you deserve. All right. Because of you. What we're doing here. What we're doing here. He's like fucking totally threatening her. If you tell anyone what the fuck is going on here, I will rip that Puerto Rican tattoo off your neck like a stamp on a jury duty letter. You can do this. I know you can. Hey, trust me. I got you. So let's go through our risers through the week. So this is for the TV week of May 9th through the 15th, and then I'm going to cover uh, the little bit that I got going into this week, uh, and then we're going to cover who's been promoted and relegated, and what divisions they are going to play in throughout the week. Um, so we had Monday, New Amsterdam, both 911 shows, American Song Contest, and The Neighborhood all rose. On Tuesday, only This Is Us rose. This Is Us is like one of those under-the-radar giant fucking shows. Like, it doesn't get the type of like Twitter popularity, but I'm in group chats with family members, like aunts that are 60. They all love This Is Us. They all cry and sob to it. You got Mandy Moore on Kimmel talking about how she vomited reading the final. It's a very gentle, like easy, easily cryable show. Uh, but that rose on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we had Home Economics and Kung Fu. Um, those rows. Then you had Thursday, United States of Al and Young Sheldon, our nemesis, climbing that ladder. Uh, Friday, May 13th, Dateline NBC in the blacklist. And then Saturday, nothing on TV, TV rows, but we had um, the streaming stuff come in. So Anatomy of a Scandal, Our Great National Parks, Outer Range, Green Eggs and Ham, all debuted. Uh, and we'll get into where they are and we'll maybe watch a trailer or two here in a little bit. Uh, Ultimatum, Marry or Move On, Rose, Moon Knight, Rose, Moon Knight, Better Call Saul, Rose, Hard, because I'm going to show you the Flix Patrol website. I get to track week by week, every day, what uh, what was in the top 10 in streaming. 
Uh, and that adds a point. Uh, Queen of the South, Supernatural. Supernatural is a powerful show. One of those wallpaper shows. Yeah, Baby Yoda here wants to fuck Dean. Even when he gets genitals, he'll fucking really have Adam. I'm buying him feet. Next, I'm going to buy him genitals. That's what you can do with your Grogu doll. That's what the future's like. You can buy your Grogu genitals. The Japanese would put the Japanese would put genitals on Grogu. They have buttholes. Their stuffed animals have buttholes. So NCIS and Shameless Rose. NCIS, we got big news. When we go over the 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 rankings or the standings, you're gonna see NCIS took over the number one spot this week. A two-point stranglehold over Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy really falling off. The tail end. It's over and it's it's gotta rely on the streaming on Netflix, but it's also on Hulu. It's been getting a little strength in points because uh people catch up on the new because the newest season's on Hulu only. Uh, Sunday, we had SWAT, Bob's Burgers, NCIS Los Angeles, The Great North, Riverdale. Riverdale is like the most powerful CW show, TV league-wise. Uh, the Simpsons, The Equalizer, American Idol, Duncanville, 60 Minutes, and America's Home Videos all rose. A lot of shows taken, taken dubs in week 34. So that brings us to the promoting and the relegating of the whole matter. Uh, these are the shows, as you know, every week uh, I, on Sunday, when the Sunday finals come in, we freeze where everything is and we promote and we relegate. So the bottom three shows in every division go down a division and the top three shows in every division come up. So here is the promotion and relegating. Well, we watch corrupt policing on Chicago PD. Um, so starting from the top to the bottom, relegated from the premium channel to premium access, we have you legacies and the Goldbergs, the Goldbergs, I feel like is going to be a yo-yo show here because it performs well, uh, but it's only on once a week and it's not streaming. So it only really has one bump. It only has one opportunity to get a daily bump up. That's where the streaming shows really have an advantage over the once a week, not streaming shows. That's why the rookie is so impressive. The rookie's got four, a 45 super rating. Gets uh, they get more fans week to week, almost than every show. People love Nathan Fillion, and I feel like that is because also there's a lot of Nathan Fillion shows just on TV. Like people love Firefly. There's a Castle Marathon on Lifetime right now, so I feel like people just see him everywhere. So then when the fucking ads for the rookie come on, they're like, shit, Nathan Fillion, let's watch the rookie. So that's in. That's one of the only shows that's in premium channel that is also not streaming. It's just off the back of ABC. Um, and the Goldbergs doesn't have that. So it's going to be one of those shows that goes up because it does quite often get more viewers than it did the week before. But then it only lives off those three points and then other shows pass it and bounce it down. <clears throat> so it's going down into premium access. Coming up from premium access into the premium channel, we have Supernatural, American Idol, and Dateline NBC, the two news shows back into the premium. Um, and then, like I said, there will be no daily promoting and relegating like I used to do. These sh shows are going to live in this division for this whole week and accrue as many points as it can and then go up or down based on based on performance. Um, relegated from premium access to channel three, we have Ghosts, FBI International, and A Million Little Things. Um, promoted from channel three to premium access, 
Shameless 911, The Good Doctor. Um, and then relegated from three to four is The Masked Singer, Vikings, Valhalla, and Call Me Cat. This is going to be when a lot of those shows that aren't really, haven't ranked in streaming in a while or off season, they're going to start getting shoved down just based off in action. It's why I like to do the weekly promoting and relegating because it lets more shows kind of pile up ahead of the more inactive ones. So we should have over the next 10 weeks, you'll start to see the shows in the bottom divisions are the, really the ones that aren't on TV right now, which is how it should be. Um, promoted from channel four to channel three is the great North, the equalizer and manifest manifest is just one of those weird shows that hasn't been on. I mean, it's streaming. You can watch it anytime you want, but it, that was like last year and it's still fucking just battling. Um, I think it was off the back of it. It had a real strong streaming rating when the season started back in September and it's just been lingering kind of that channel four or five range relegated from channel four to channel five. Uh, Nancy drew La Brea and Downton Abbey. Now La Brea, I thought was going to have an opportunity to rise up and, uh, and make a, make a, a charge to that premium channel, but they're not starting at season till the 22, 23 campaign. Um, but what, but only murders in the building is coming back. So we'll see how, uh, how that does. Cause that streamed pretty well earlier in the season. So that could, uh, get up into the, I think, let's see where that is now when we go over the standings, but, um, so I'm going to try and get through this a little quicker promoted from five to four moon Knight, Yellowstone and Walker. Uh, Yellowstone is one of those shows that doesn't necessarily stream into the top 10, but it is several streaming services, most viewed show on a daily basis. So this week you'll see, um, better call Saul and Yellowstone got like 10 points this week because better call Saul was the number one show on like voodoo, Apple, Hulu, uh, Amazon. Anything where you could backtrack it because people need to catch up to watch this goddamn sixth season. That's where the COVID is going to be a benefit to a lot of the streaming ratings because a lot of these shows took the whole pandemic off. So now these new seasons are airing and then they start watching the first episode and they're like, wait, I forgot what the fuck happened. Like, I don't even know what's going on in this show. So they have to go and watch the first five seasons all over again just so they can watch the sixth season without being like, what the fuck is going on here? Relegated from channel five to channel six. I can see your voice Queens and domino masters promoted from channel six to channel five. Ozark. This is us and the jeopardy show with all the drunk college kids. Uh, Ozark is another one of those shows that doesn't stream in the top 10, but it does. It is number one on a lot of people's streaming ratings. Um, relegated from channel six to seven, Keenan, the chase legends of the hidden temple promoted from channel seven to six to tell the truth, tiger King, our kind of people, uh, relegated from seven to eight. The thing about Pam space force, which got canceled, uh, which is interesting with streaming shows on the TV league. So when a, a show on a network gets canceled, that's it. Like, unless it's already on Netflix or something, that's never going to be viewed again, <clears throat> but a show like space force. While it's never gonna, it's not being made anymore, there could be a chance maybe Trump fucking says it in the news one day and then someone pops on the first two seasons. So that show could be back in the league at some point. So that's what's cool about streaming shows is even though they're gone, like they have a chance at being, you know, Seinfeld could be the, the most watched show on television. 
Like it's always usually one of the cop shows, Grey's Anatomy or NCIS. But in theory, a show like Frasier that hasn't been on for 30 years through the power of streaming, you know, could be number one. It's the whole point of the league, baby. Promoted from channel eight to seven, we have Kung Fu selling Sunset and Grand Crew. Grand Crew also had got the pump this week of it was in the news that it got picked up for a new season. So maybe the fans of the show got hype on that and they were like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll watch the, I'll rewatch that shit. Gave it a little bump because Grand Crew was a stream bump. One point for being number one in, I think it was like Hulu or something. Um, relegated from eight to nine, uh, The Queen of Flow, Archive 81, and Young Rock. Young Rock is a show that people like, but it's not good. So it's like failing, but people are like, eh, it's all right. Promoted from nine to eight is Snowfall, Snowpiercer, and American Song Contest. Now, Snowpiercer and Snowfall, I finally calculated all of the whole season ratings. So that's over the next couple of weeks going to make a couple jumps because um, it's pretty high up. I think it's in the double digit point wise, uh, but it's in a low division. Um, we're almost done here. Relegated from nine to ten. School of Chocolate, The Big Leap, and Hannah. Um, and then promoted from 10 to 9, Better Call Saul, The Ultimatum, and Queen of the South. And Better Call Saul is at like 49 points right now, and it's in Channel 9. So, I mean, that thing is going to be promoted probably for the next five or six weeks. And then it'll find its true home right around in the Prime Access, Primetime Division. And then... We have relegated from 10 to 11, Human Resources, Great Christmas Light Fight, The Champion of Christmas. It's a show that's on for like two weeks, and it's still hanging in there. Not quite the basement yet, but it's almost in the ass end of television. Um, and then Would I Lie to You? Get organized with the home edit and name that tune promoted from channel 11 to channel 10. Uh, March Killer Camp. Uh, the 24 Faces of Billy Milligan were relegated from 11 to 12 and then promoted from Channel 12 to 11, Outer Range, Anatomy of a Scandal, and Our Great National Park. A lot of new streaming shows in the top 10 for Netflix. So that makes our best show and new king for so far, NCIS, and then the worst show on television as it stands right now is Real Dirty Dancing, which is obviously a show where celebrities reenact dirty dancing scenes um and that's the whole show not this show but that's real dirty dancing i don't even know why i threw that over there i might need that at some point uh but we'll forget about it it's a future me problem and then that brings us to i do have the monday ratings for this is we're into week 35 this is wednesday uh may 18th so we're in the middle of tv week 35 um, that's the fun thing about the TV league. It's never ending. 52 weeks. It's a, the only 52 week sports anything. The season ends and then the next day, the next one starts. No rest for the fucking wicked. Monday, May 16th, The Good Doctor, All-American Homecoming and All-American, which is two high school football shows on the CW, Bob Hart's Abishola and The Neighborhood all rose. Um, and with that said, let's run through uh, the standings. I'm going to take a weed break and then we'll do television history. Um, what, oh, no, I just went through this. Here we go. League tables. I got a whole new setup here. Obviously, you're seeing. Um, all right. Premium channel. This is the new premium channel. 
Uh, number one, NCIS. Number two, Grey's Anatomy. Number three, 60 Minutes. Uh, and then number four, Bridgerton. Bridgerton got one point for being uh, the number one streaming show on Netflix for like last Wednesday. So it got one point. That's how I'm going to do it. It gives you, it lists like the Monday through Sunday and it'll tell you which show was number one on which streaming network. And you're getting one point for every day. So Bridgerton was leading the pack for one day. So that went up into one of the Champions League spots here. So the top four, the best four shows on television as it stands right now. NCIS, Grey's Anatomy, 60 Minutes, and Bridgerton. Um, and then, yeah, so the new shows, Supernatural, American Idol, and Dateline NBC. Let's see how they perform throughout the week. And then, um, yeah, Premium Access, we have You, SWAT, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, The Good Doctor, a weirdly powerful show about an autistic doctor. What do they call them now? The, what, what do they call on TikTok people on the spectrum? No, the um, he's neuro challenge. Neuro, neurodivergent. That sounds like some sort of special powered person. <clears throat> neurodivergent sounds like a movie franchise. Yeah, sounds like it, you should have some sort of disembodied head telling you what to do here. Um, and then, yeah, I got the divisions on the screen here. So I'm scrolling through. We have Channel 3. So for those who are watching for the first time, here's how the league breaks down. Top division, this is the Premier League of TV. This is the Premium Channel. Then you have Premium Access. And then it goes 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all the way to 12 at the bottom here. Um, so yeah, that was TV league stuff. Uh, that was that. Um, I'm going to figure out how to tweet these channels out every day and kind of tweet out stuff so I don't have to like jump on and do 20 minute. Here's the thing. I used to have a website, but it was just a waste of money. Nobody went to it. One day I got a, I got a message saying like 1500 people went to your website and I was very excited. Um, and then nothing happened. Afterwards, I feel like people took a peruse and they were like, nothing here for me. Um, so I'm going to figure out how to get the TV league out to people's eyes outside of watching me scroll through it right now. Um, yeah, let's see. I think it's time for a little a weed break. Um, what are we at? 46 minutes. Let's watch a little more TV. Give you at least a full hour here. <clears throat> going on FBI what's going on in the non-Chicago accent cop show and CBS 2 News is working hard to keep you informed with in-depth candidate interviews all the in-depth candidate interviews and then we're going to replay that one interview over and over and over again uh, oh the battery died no it's just the button there we go there we go. There we go. I certainly didn't say the N word, if that's what you're implying. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, you didn't hear from me, but the Van Buren boys, they never hassle their own kind. <laughs> you mean like a former member? It's a classic show. What do we got here? Let's see what's. Let's test out a little Hogan's Heroes. Little Hogan's Heroes. 
This is the literally the era of the token black eye. There's a radio in there. Destroy it. Wait a minute, Colonel. Fire. See, they're shooting the bucket and not the black guy. Wah, wah, wah. Comedy of the late 60s. We for the party that guy right there hogan in the in the i'm gonna get my wand out to point him out here this gentleman right here ladies and gentlemen he uh was like a sex pervert and i think he was murdered in a in his bedroom during like a crazy fuck night and it's one of those like unsolved murders people still don't know how he died let me look that up to make sure Let's look up Hogan's Heroes. I forgot his name. I used to know his name. Him and the dude who played Superman in the old 50s Superman TV show like died the same year. Bob Crane. That's his name. He was 49 when he died. Let's see. Private life and murder. Crane frequently videotaped and photographed his own sexual escapades. Man, he would have run amok in this time. So many websites for him to just post revenge porn up to. During the run of Hogan's Heroes, Dawson introduced him to John Henry Carpenter, a regional sales manager for Sony Electronics, who often helped famous clients with their video equipment. The two men struck up a friendship and began going to bars together, probably talking about taping fuck sessions together. Uh, Crane attracted many women due to his celebrity status. Isn't it strange? Like, look at that guy. Even though he's a celebrity, that looks like someone's uncle. You wouldn't think that would be guy attracting a lot of fucking muff, you know? But, you know, people had a lot of wartime spirit still. They thought he was Hogan. Don't you like the party, Colonel Hogan? You don't seem to be enjoying yourself. See, that is, like, interesting how times have swung to where this was, like, back in the day, this was a jab at Nazis. Like, no, we're portraying them as idiots. But now, just having them on TV is, like, you know, you're giving him a platform. And this platform was CBS at the time. But yeah, that, that guy doesn't scream sex pervert at you. Um, Crane att yeah, attracted many women because he was a celebrity. He introduced them as his... Uh, and Crane, he introduced Carpenter to the... Oh, so he introduced the other dude as his uh, manager. Crane and Carpenter videotaped their joint sexual encounters. We call that a train on the streets. Crane's son Robert later insisted that all of the women were aware of the videotaping and consented to it. My dad was no Chuck Berry, he said, uh, but some said they had no idea they were being recorded until they were informed by Scottsdale police after Crane's murder. Oh, they probably found a trove. Fucking Dennis Reynolds, It's Always Sunny style trove. Carpenter later became a national sales manager at Akai and he arranged his business trips to coincide with uh, Crane's dinner theater touring schedule. Oof. That's where his career went after fucking Hogan's Heroes. Dinner theater. Holy shit. I mean, we're the dinner theater of podcasting, so what kind of shit am I talking? Um, yeah, so they were just fucking filming bitches all through the late 70s. Uh, in June 1978, Crane was living in the Winfield Apartments in Scottsdale during a run of beginner's luck at the windmill dinner theater were dinner theaters like popping off in the late seventies. Was that like a, a form? Was that like the cat skills? Was that still happening? Um, on the afternoon of June 29th, his co-star Victor Victoria and Barry entered his apartment after he failed to show up for a lunch meeting and discovered his body crane had been bludgeoned with a weapon that was never identified because it was in fact in his anus. Um, though investigators believed 
it to be a camera tripod. An electrical cord had been tied around his neck. Crane's funeral was held. I mean, that's all the boring stuff. Uh, The Scottsdale Police Department had no homicide division in 78, so it was ill-equipped to handle such a high-profile murder investigation. The crime scene yielded few clues. I mean, I feel like it was riddled with clues. Got a bloody tripod. We got a fucking cord tapped around his neck. Uh, He was bludgeoned so that, you know, that's evidence right there. Detectives examines Crane's extensive video. Oh, they, oh, you goddamn right. Those detectives examined the, the videotape collection. Probably watched the fuck out of every minute made copies. See, there's Schultz. That fat guy right there is what my uncle thought of me as a kid. He's a big, bumbling, fat Nazi. That's what I was to my family, right? You know, the best part of this show is they're constantly getting won over on Clink and the Nazis, but the war never ends. And Clink is an important figure. Never makes a dent in the actual war effort, but it does deliver ratings for Columbia Broadcast Station. Um, ooh, holy shit. So this went on. So yeah, it was unsolved from 78. And then in 1990, Scottsdale policeman Barry uh, Vassale blah, 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 re-examined evidence from 78 and persuaded uh, the county attorney to reopen it. Oh, Carpenter. So the Carpenter dude did it. The, the uh, dude he was uh, introducing as his manager, his partner. Never, intro- never bring someone, a stranger in in your twa sessions. Uh, yeah, so that's how that happened. That's the end of Hogan. He was, in fact, our hero. Pizza, pizza. This is your current dog. What else? Any other news? There are some new TV shows coming up, but I want to wait till Adam's here to go over that. I need a little. I want to to have a response from someone, a, a gassed reaction at how awful these TV shows are coming out. Where are we at here? Are we close to the hour? I do kind of have to pee. Uh, yeah, we're at 54 minutes. Let's pull up. Let's see what kind of commercials we could get here. Do have a selection pulled up, I believe. All right. These are commercials from May 1994 uh, from the USA Network. I'll be back here. Take a wee and smoke a bowl. Uh, and then we'll be back for TV history and uh, more shenanigans. Look, we must be special dinosaurs. Because we got Raisin Bran. Not just Raisin Bran, post premium Raisin Bran. Premium? means it has not just lots, but hundreds of big, plump raisins. Well, eat them all. right, guys. And these premium flavors. It was more like 12 minutes. Um, but we're back. We're going to c- do what a little TV history here. So these commercials are from 1994, um, but I have something fun from 93. Now, I don't know if anybody there is an, out there in, uh, out there in sleep laid as a dieties kid. Um, but I found something that just delighted me no further. Um, why am I looking back at it? I could look up at the screen. So we went to the VHS vault, which is, uh, uh, the friend here at our podcast. And I typed in the word may. So these are just videos from may. So let's start clicking here. This is WWF wrestling from may 1993. See what's going on here. This is a two hour and 47 minute video. 
Let's see. All right, is this an actual like VHS tape? turn the sound down obviously i don't want to get threatened by vince mcmahon and his lawyers uh let's see what was going on though in may 1993 got a cool thing here called best of date so let's do may 1993 yeah may 1st 1993 here Let's see, and Snow, Informer by Snow was on the top of the charts here when Luna Vachon was threatening producers. Rip Luna Vachon, she's obviously dead. I mean, that's the, the voice of a woman that does not take care of herself. You can blow your nose as I have said before, I will say again, using mere words. And they're like, uh, Miss Vachon, we called you here to the principal's office because you're kidding. I love how they were implying that like ang that like like the veins on the side of the head. They like they wouldn't take care of that. It always makes a good wrestling promo when you go after it. WWE. Just make make sure you you let people know I am not a human being. Because <clears throat> if I were a real woman, I wouldn't be able to fight. Got more actual dead people on the screen here. Fucking Paul Bearer, that fat guy, he's not alive. Undertaker very much is alive, but it's questionable how he's how it's happened. You know, the wrestlers that are alive, I just assume are injecting like shark cells into their spine every week they're they're experimenting with stem cells so yeah let's get more may 93 stuff happening here what was top indecent proposal tops at the box office the only thing i remember about that movie is woody harrelson and his wife who i think is demi moore end up laying on a bed full of cash i think they like bang for money in that movie they're like swingers. They like do a swing job where it's like a menage a trois, but also a bank robbery. Real 90s clever shit. Um, Goosebumps books are popular. Uh, you have VCRs, a common household item. Uh, Nirvana MTV Unplugged came out. Charles Barkley was on the goddamn Phoenix Suns. Schindler's List won an Academy Award. Loving it. Like, was that movie good or just poignant? Like, that's the thing I always say about, like, the war movies. Like, is this movie good or do I just feel really bad watching it? And want to reward that pain. Of your futile attempts at trying. Man, early 90s WWF was just people talking like creatures and then, like, real kooky wrestlers that were like, Phil the Plumber. And fucking Joe, attorney at law. It was a real insane place to be in 1993. I will draw power from the from my lucky fat man sitting next to me. 
Undertaker always had multi-colored hair happening. Orange beard, black hair, at certain points, white pale things on his face. Gonzalez. I want to know what them drapes look like. Obviously, the carpet doesn't match the drapes because nothing else matches. The dark side world. My pubes are turquoise. Vibes. The dark side. Let's see here. Uh, music CDs begin to outsell cassettes and vinyls. Uh, pogs are huge. Pogs. I said it like my aunt. Holy shit, pogs. You're getting more pogs. We get you some pogs. I got a pog maker for Christmas one time. Went ham one day. Yeah, it was the shit. You, it only was like the, the custom pogs wouldn't hold after a while, but I was putting pictures on making pogs out of everything. I ruined some baseball cards. I probably ruined some shit that's worth money. I think I made a, a regular playing card because you had to just put a piece of paper and you fucking, it was like a blade would pog it down. Couldn't make a slammer though. AKA milk caps. They used to call pogs milk caps. Not in my world. Uh, the Bosnian war was raging. Raging is the, fr- is the fucking quote here. I always thought the 90s was quite peaceful. Apparently wars were raging. Uh, the Super Nintendo hit shelves in the first half of the 90s. People are using pagers. Uh, the scrunchie is really hitting the ground running. Let's see here. Around this time. Um... Yeah, WrestleMania 9, Bret Hart loses to Yokozuna. Oh, that's the Caesar's Palace one where they have Hulk Hogan come out and fucking old man himself. Joe Montana. Oh, the Waco siege happened, huh? It ends after the FBI launches a full-on assault. 76 people are killed. You got that going on. WWE was not going to mention that at this time, although they would some figure out some way. Bob the Bomber. Doink the Clown, another dead guy. There's been five people on screen so far. Four of them are not alive. This guy overdosed on pills in the early 2000s. Um, he actually was a pretty cool character if he, they didn't kook him up. Like, he was this clown, but was like almost like the Joker, where you're like, he's dressed like a clown, but he's clearly a goddamn psychopath. Uh, but then they involved the midget clown named Dink, and it got real fucking crazy. I mean, look at his fucking dark hair underneath. Couldn't even hide the the whole head. Mr. Perfect, another dead guy. He's dead too. Jesus Christ, what have you done? Your tra- Vince McMahon's trail of bodies rivals the Clintons, for Christ's sake. I mean, this guy has just murdered so many human beings. Macho Man Randy Savage is doing commentary. Also not alive. Man, that girl, mullet in the front row, probably alive, but I guarantee you she doesn't look that well intact. We're going to bury Mr. Perfect here, who's a legit performer, and now he's going to get his ass kicked by a clown. (laughs) Jerry Lawler, alive and kicking, though, wearing fucking Zumba pants and shit. Uh, Let's see what else happened in 1993. Now I want to fast forward through this whole thing just to see which motherfucker's alive and dead. This is probably a whole episode of just deceased wrestlers. 
Uh, the last episode of The Wonder Years aired. Holy shit. I think I watched that. Not live, but I remember watching that on Nick at Night one day. Really staying up past, past my bedtime. First episode of Saved by the Bell, The College Years aired. That was their shot at like primetime. Every now and again, they would throw a kid's show on at primetime. Like season two of The Power Rangers aired in primetime. Watched it at 7 p.m. You really saw the flaws of the American production because the whole thing with Power Rangers is they take footage from a Japanese show and they edit it with footage from America. So, so Power Ranger footage was always the Japanese footage. So it was crisp because they didn't have to buy props. But then for season two, when they shot the primetime one, they had to make their own Power Ranger suits. And it was so just like styro, like they bought it at Michael's, straight up Michael's arts and crafts type of situation. Mr. Perfect really treating him like he stole his Percocets. I mean, it really makes sense. I mean, the things you make wrestlers do to make a living and humiliate themselves and pretend to be clowns and fucking librarians and tax attorneys and corpses. You, you know, it's no wonder they just snort fucking Percodent and drink fucking Jägermeister all day. That probably feels great, dude. I watch YouTube videos of dudes who fucking do that professionally. Just yank on a leg. Ooh, Super Mario Brothers came out. The fucking Dennis Hopper-led Super Mario Brothers. What's going on? Oh, yeah, Beavis and Butthead's on. Deep Space Nine. Martin's popping off. Baywatch, a show that I would love to watch. There's a Baywatch channel on the Roku TV, but we'll get fucking yanked. Baywatch, just the strictest fucking copyrights. I've tried to watch Baywatch three times on this show. The stream ends pronto. Fucking pronto. Fucking home improvements popping off. Quantum Leap is still on. 1993. That's insane. Quantum Leap to me was like a 70s show. That's just how fucking vintage Scott Bakula looks. What else? Cars of 93. Ooh, kid shows of 1993. Speaking of kid shows, actually, that's a good pivot. What a good pivot. One of the things that's on this is I found a stream of some kids' shows, which I feel like will be fun to watch here. Nickelodeon Afternoon, May 26, 1995. <clears throat> Let's give this a little watchy-poo. Go up to May 95. That's what I love about these VHS rips is it'll cut in on like an episode of Matlock and then it'll cut to it. What the fuck this is? We'll skip through the talking shoes. This is just like even when I would wake up on Saturday morning, I would wake up at like 5.50 and I would always come in on some show that I knew I wouldn't like. So I would be like, thank fucking Christ this train vegetable boot bullshit is over. Probably Veggie Tales. I don't know. 
Sorry. Now pull on back on it. Uh-oh. I'll pull on back on it. See, this is classic kids' television. Now it's all about deep lessons and shit. Like, I'm not trying to be, like, right-wing, but, like, this is simple. Like, moving a tree from the railroad. But now there would be some sort of trauma involved in this. They really are getting kids involved in deep issues early, uh, which I'm for, you know? I'm all, I love white guilt. Make these, make these kids feel guilty. Fucking do it. They come home happy too much. Got a clown shoe here. This is a lot like early WWE wrestling. You got the clown shoe. You got the Undertaker shoe. <clears throat> I think that's everyone off. Hang on a minute. Where's Charlie? Where's the black Charlie? guy? Where? Yeah, this shit is wild. Man, see, this is when they, this is a good time in the 90s because they knew parents were watching. So they were like, we definitely have to make it trippy because these 90s parents are on fucking drugs watching it with their kids. Stand ready to wave goodbye. That was a good job. Well done. This is a whole episode just glorifying law enforcement. You're such a good police officer, Purple Shoe. You're not going to go abuse up. Oh, let's go club the elephant. You stole from a police officer. Like They're actual boots. They could just stomp on things. Now perhaps, I can get back to my now perhaps there's a black guy's neck I can step on. Here we go. You guys remember Eureka's Castle? Up top, the thing I realized, I didn't know Magellan was gay, but this dude is gay. One that looks just like this. Just like this. Yeah. Not it. Come on, you stupid crayon. You I'm stupid crayon. Oh, maybe if I put it in my butt, it'll work. Maybe you can't draw. This would be crazy if it got ethereal and he can't draw circles and it's because he realizes he's a puppet. Then he just looks at his hands and looks up at the strings and just has a real existential moment and goes on a murder spree. Oh, Eureka. See that down there? That is a stupid crayon. I mean, it's so clear now. This is just like Eureka's Castle. It's just a place where she drops acid on people's tongues. Eureka's a weird spacey bitch. She's got multiple space pigtails in there. We got a unicorn horn on one side. What's up? She has two horns. Two unicorn horns. You know, she's given abortions with that. Oh no! Do you remember this show? Oh, I love Eureka's Castle. Let me turn it up so you can hear it. No, what do you do? Well, count to a hundred. You know what I do, you one tooth moron? I just even now realize that, like, I don't think I realized she was a wizard as a kid. Like, she's wearing the moon shirt, but she just seems like the kind of broad that would wear a sweater with moons on it. Here we go. Look at that nose. I wonder what church he goes to. Nothing. Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> it's always good to know how much nothing you've got. <laughs> oh, that is definitely a man from Jerusalem with that accent. Something? Yes, I'll go get No, 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 Mr. Nat, wait a minute. Eureka's just showing me what she does when she's mad. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mad, yes. <laughs> you know what I do. I say a lot of racial slurs. I like a chicken. What? 
See, they're just fucking spoon feeding it. Like this is such so plotless. I love it. He just started plucking like a chicken. Oh yeah, the duck. This fucking bat looks like my friend David Kowalczak from elementary school. Huh? Oh, I swear to Christ. I don't know for sure. I'm willing to guarantee you he became a skinhead. He just had skinheady vibes early on. The whole family. The mom was weird one time. I asked her because it was the era where you had to ask permission to come over to your friend's houses. And David's mom was at school. And I was like, hey, Mrs. Kowalczak, could I come over? And she was like, no, Eric, his brother, is not feeling very well. So we really, I found out later, they didn't like I, I lived in an apartment. So they wanted to like, they thought I was like, Jeremy. She wouldn't let David go to my second. She wouldn't let that little bat nerdy fucker go to my second grade birthday party because it was at an apartment. I wanted a house so bad when I was a kid. I think that's why I want a yard now because my parents apart apartmented me my whole goddamn life. Yeah, I know. I had a house for a little bit when we moved back to Sock Village. You guys look so funny. Fucking Magellan's. Look at that. That is just a gay fat man right there. Okay. Now let's draw some fucking circles. You know he's going to draw it perfect one more time. It looks like a butt. Alright, so let's peruse 1995 here. This is really getting into my era. 96 was the most important year of my life, but 95 was as well. This is when I started watching NFL football religiously. Red Light Special by TLC was hot. That red light special. My sister and her friend used to remember when they would make tapes and the B-side was just the, the song without lyrics. They would fucking play that and sing the song and make me watch them like I was an audience. Uh, and I got to tell you, it wasn't fun for me. Oh, I remember this talking face, motherfucker. This reminds me of pretending to be sick in sixth grade so I can stay home. I'd watch this and fucking Franklin. Hey, it's Franklin, a retarded turtle. This is actually... I feel like this is off time. The fucking talking face wasn't in the Eureka's Castle era. I think this is like a rerun. I think this is a rerun of Eureka's Castle. I remember first run Eureka. Maybe I didn't. They fooled me a lot. Thought a lot of shows were new and then I researched them and they were fucking garbage from 1979. Like Maya the Bee. I think Maya the Bee is a Brit is like a Japanese anime from like 1946 that they just fucking slapped some American words over. Hey, you know, I got a million of them. Yeah, here's one you'll love. Yeah, what is white and flies up? Uh, gee, we don't know. know. What is white and flies up? A very mixed up snowflake. Dude, Magellan and Eureka are just on drugs. They're just reacting wrong to everything. What's got, what are you guys on? Give me some of that. All right, the Oklahoma City bombing happened April 19th, 1995. Oh, those are just the topics. Not necessarily the same era, 
you know, but keep it in your head. Uh, let's see. Tim David Robinson killing it for the Spurs at this time. The Admiral didn't have Tim Duncan yet, though, so they couldn't get past the fucking Rockets. Newt Gingrich was named Time Person of the Year. What a time. These are all people that are like legit, like should serve jail time. And they were like persons of the year in 1995. That's when you know the 90s was that fucking prosperous. They were putting legit political criminals on magazine covers. Claudia Schiffer. Oh man, is that a name from my childhood? That was like the cliche. Who's like, I wonder who would be like the, the hot woman now. Who do you think is the one like when you want to reference like, oh, they're so-and-so, but you want to pull like the attractive woman everybody knows? Blake Lively, that could be up there, but she's a little old. Like Blake Lively was around in the mid-2000s. That's like 18 years ago. <laughs> it was like 15 years ago. <laughs> Megan Fox. Would it be oh, Megan Fox? Oh, she's gross. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like the zeitgeist hot girl. Giselle Bunchen probably. Yeah, but I'm saying the one everybody knows. Like if you say Giselle, everybody knows. It's still supermodels. Because in the 90s, it was Claudia Schiffer. Do you know who Claudia Schiffer is? No shit. Is she in love actually? Very, very heavy. Wow. They make a joke about it. I would say Blake Lively would be the Claudia Schiffer equivalent of today, and Megan Fox would be the Angelina Jolie equivalent. I'll take that. I'll take that. I want to put this on. Want to make sure my levels are good. All right. Braveheart was on. I saw Braveheart as a kid and boy, was that a slog. Shit like that. Watching movies like that as that's the thing. Like when I look at it, like I watched a lot of fucked up shit as a kid. I watched Basic Instinct, which has legit rape in it. Um, And I think that what got ruined for me is movies like Braveheart because those are great movies. But I watched them at a time where I was like clearly shouldn't be entertained by stuff like that. So now when I watch it. I'm just reminded of being bored as a child, so I can't get on board with it. Seal, Kissed by a Rose, obviously. One of the greatest songs of all time. Fucking just rampaging the charts. First Chechen War. Again, more war in the 90s. My childhood was a goddamn lie. Oh, the O.J. Simpson murder case. Fucking big for me as a kid. Intro to O.J.? And I was pissed off about it because it ruined the Power Rangers. I'm over here trying to figure out what the fuck is going to happen in the Green Ranger saga. And then you got fucking interrupted me and they would play you. All the TV channels would pretend like, oh, we're just going to take a peek at the OJ trial for a little bit. And that's for three, four hours. I'm watching Kato Kalen knock on a desk for five hours. And I'm trying to see fucking Kimberly and Tommy fucking smooch. Again, pogs, more stuff. Pop culture was really the same. Let's go to some events. British DJ Kenny Everett dies from AIDS. Yeah, people are still dying from AIDS. Isn't that wild? AIDS is not a fatal disease anymore. I mean, you are probably, you know, society's not accepting of it still. You know, we got a lot, you know, we got a, 
Got a lot of progress to make still, guys. Uh, but at least it wasn't like the like a couple episodes ago where in 1990 they made being gay not against the law. Up until 1990, they make references about how like you know in in like large terms, the 60s when black people had no rights. That's really not that long ago. Like it's it's bad that it took us until 1960. It took us until 1990. To like not make being gay illegal. <clears throat> Friday came out, April 26, 1995. What a wonderful time for the world. Uh, the Sega Saturn is released. I remember Sega Saturn commercials and thinking like video games on discs. Fooey and ha ha. Yeah, fucking right. A US Army veteran called Sean Nelson. That's how you know this is a British site because they say called Sean Nelson uh, goes on a tank rampage in San Diego, California. That is fucking wild. Um, let's see if we can find some news about that. 9995 tank rampage. Rhubarb and the birds were all sitting round with fishing rods and reeling with laughter. Together with the fish, who were wearing fish bowls. We're going to get it here, guys. I found the clip. Internet's going slow here. Blame this on Spectrum. The, uh, the delay. I'm trying. Did this disconnect from the Internet again? This computer's been disconnecting from the Internet. Oh, here we go. Just going slow. Just Spectrum and being Spectrum. Diego looked like a war zone. We'll show you the incredible look at that the wiener schnitzel in the background if that's not an la picture i don't know what is look at that rampage by a hijacked tank so this dude named sean nelson a, a military man fucking hijacked a tank and drove around san diego 1995 this month this is our past san diego fucking military community they just got them they got tanks in san diego hang on let me switch the mice here let's switch the mouse it was a frightening scene a man who reportedly had look at connie chung and financial problems got a hold of an she was just fucking dog and look at that's the the mouth of maury right there the 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 povich hole as he calls it Hole in one. They're still together. That is a match made in fucking heaven. She's so much smaller than him. Army tank. Probably puts her on his shoulder like a like a gazoo. Last <clears throat> and took it on a wild ride through the streets of San Diego, crushing everything in his path. Correspondent Reed Galen has the story and the incredible picture. 58 tons of war machine on a rampage in San Diego. What a line. You know he thought of that. 58 tons of war machine barreling down in San Diego. Four-year-old Sean Nelson had been a tank crewman in the army, but police had no Look idea who guy. was at the controls until it was over. He's been talking to his neighbors and friends. I mean, this is like Grand Theft Auto come to light. I've been going through some bad times, no money. Nelson stole the M60 tank from a National Guard armory. The gate was open. He broke into three locked tanks, unable to start yeah. the first... Yeah, the 90s was a time where a lot of the regulations you have in place, it's because of the 90s. Like they said, this fucking, the gate was just open at it, like a depository. 
That's why when you go up to stuff, that's why you can't just enter anything. We were at a fucking pineapple farm. You can't just wander around. This guy was fucking stealing tanks. His head was like out of the tank. Oh, look at that. Yelling plumber Bob. But it wasn't. His head look at that fucking guy. Look at the chin on that. Like it's so, you see the line. The goatee makes it worse. Look at that. I mean, people think of San Diego and they think like Junior Seau, the Chargers, Beauty. That's San Diego right there. Laker hat, four or five countless chins. The f glasses just pressed in like a like, like you pressed it on a fucking uncooked batch of bread. It was like out of the tank. And it was yelling Plumber Bob, but it wasn't. He knew that. Thank you. It was trying to kill us. Nelson did not seriously. Of course, it was trying to kill you. It's trying to. It's got to pass this mission in Grand Theft Auto. There was a mission in Grand Theft Auto Vice City where you had to drive a tank around. Well, really, the point of the mission is you had to wreak as much havoc for 30 minutes, 30 game minutes, and not get arrested. But the best way to do it was to put the health cheat code on and just drive around a tank. Because in Grand Theft Auto, if you touch another car with a tank, it explodes. I wonder if they're doing like background actors and pretending to talk when it goes off the air oh here's what else happened though christopher reeve i remember watching this this is like where we're getting into 95 we're like we're getting out of my blacked out divorced parents memories and i'm starting to remember stuff i remember being up with my mom my stepdad was a truck driver and she had me up past my bedtime and it came on on tv that christopher reeve became paralyzed let's go to that Paralyzed. That's what kind of type, typer I am. I have to uh, dateline NBC June 95. No, I want to see the report as it happened. Here we go. I think this is as early as we're going to get. As a seriously disabled person. He was fucked up. Which I never expected. To Again, something if he would have just went off that horse 15 years later, he'd be fine. But he was like literally being kept alive by a machine. He could only speak and inhales. And that first allowed me to stay alive and then develop some quality of life. But I'm. I still have feeling in my member. Uh, the technology that we. Lead more productive lives. So today he was back in Washington in another form, lobbying Congress and the White another House. Another form. All right, what do we got going on here? More trippy ass shit from Eureka's mm, Castle. Be a big hit. Oh, yeah. Everybody fucking. Everything in her own little twisted Eureka world fucking sings and dances. The one with the good shit. You're tripping balls on Eureka's castle. I forgot about the little spaghetti rat, the little fat Italian rat. Of course, 
Batley. That's his name. Batley Kowalczyk. Dude, this reminds me so much. This is really PM kindergarten vibes I get when I used to see this because I had the PM kindergarten. So I used to be able to watch all this with my grandma. She would throw on As the World Turns and shit and all this fucking, all the soaps and the stories. But then I'd watch this and I would play. I had a little fucking car set, a little double decker like car thing that would flip out and had a little gas station. I would play cars. You had no idea how bad I wanted to go to Universal Studios in Florida as a kid. <clears throat> yeah, but they, but they like it's not like the Nickelodeon. They have a YouTube video about the Nickelodeon studio, like that Nickelodeon studio. It really is just the LA one, but bigger in Florida. Like I think they have to have the same attractions. Let's go fishing one more time, and then I think we'll close it out on that. Go back on this and see if there's anything else that catches our eye, or we may just close it out on that. You know, I don't want to just be on for the sake of being on. Elton John on Letterman, 1995. I feel like that's something that Crocious needs to be here. Um, I think that's fine, because I'm going to be on tomorrow night, so I actually think that's good. I think we're going to fucking... Why not just close out with May 1987 Southeastern Pennsylvania Cable Guide? All right. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, just in time, the iPad low battery here. You know what that means. Uh, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Or, you know, eventually. I don't think anyone watched yet. I think, well, we had one viewer. I don't want to hate. Someone did watch, so thank you. Um, like I said, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm uh, just going to do more channel surfing. There will be a little bit more updating of the TV League. Uh, and then more TV history. But it's going to be fun. And then uh, probably later on in the week, I'm going to drag Crocious out here for an episode. Uh, thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow night. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>